you. Just a spoiled little brat. Oh. Saturday, and you're getting some big dog ball talk <laughs> yeah. that acorn. Yeah. Jordan Flegel for the first time ever, I believe. Uh, this has probably been Saturday morning uploads, I suppose. Yeah, this yeah. is a purposeful Saturday. Saturday upload. Uh, Matt Acorn, Jordan Flegel. Recapping the NBA Finals. Uh, you know, this is a uh, another close, close, close game at times, but uh, it was the Denver Nuggets that uh, ultimately ran away with it in this one. Uh, Jordan, we were able to uh, to link up and watch this one together. Uh, first first game of the playoffs we've been able to watch together. Yep, yep. First time I've seen you in, in months, man. Months. Years. Yeah, years if it's not been. years. Uh, you yep. didn't even uh, you didn't even know uh, you know where, where I was. You just were walking into random people's uh, houses, yeah. apartments, okay, trying out. to sure. find your way. Yeah, it was, it was uh, you. Should, you should use your your heart's compass. Well, you know, I I, I really like to hear what people think here because it's very suspicious mm. when you say it back. Matt tells me, "Oh yeah, I'm apartment two thirty-six no. or whatever." No. And I'm like, "All right, two thirty-six. Get in yeah. the elevator." And then he says. And it's unlocked, so just go in with confidence. Just come in. Who says that? <laughs> Who what normal person said that? He said that. Just just he's like, yeah. it's unlocked. Just just walk right in. And so I get out mm-hmm. at two thirty six, and I'm like, wait, this looks a little different. I have been to Matt's place before, um, obviously, and I, but he has you sort of se- wasted. He's semi recently moved. That's your so problem. I wasn't hundred percent sure, but I'm like, it looks different. But I did open the door with confidence. But no, there was a completely different woman in there sweeping the mm-hmm. floor or something. She luckily didn't see me. I quietly closed the door again. Her door was also unlocked, uh, and I and I left. Um, and then and then called Matt. And and then he says, "Oh, I said four thirty-six or whatever. It's bullshit. Nobody believe him." Um, he said, "You're me a uh, you're a legitimate home invader." Uh, <laughs> yeah, because of you. And though. now you've just admitted it. So we'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll let everybody know uh, that uh, you, if you are knowing the Jordan Flegels in your area, uh, lock your doors. I mean, we did say that on the other podcast. Uh, lock up your daughters. Lock up your wives. I mean, Jordan just fucking he just came right into your household <laughs> and he heard your wife on a phone it's call. Bernardo, let's go, baby. <laughs> Uh, yeah, back to back. Yeah, well, that's gonna be new big dog ball talk NBA Finals tradition. We just talk about Paul Bernardo. Great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, off to a rocket start as per usual. But let's get right into Game Four. Uh, Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets looking pretty right now. Three one lead in the NBA Finals. Uh, obviously, only once has it ever uh, that deficit ever been come back on. Uh, obviously, LeBron James led twenty sixteen Cleveland Cavaliers. But Jordan, I don't think that it's going to be that comeback. Uh, based on what we were able to see from this game, from the series as a whole, uh, you know, this one I, I said before, uh, I, I said before Game Four, you know, tip off uh, after we recapping Game Three, I thought the series was pretty much wrapped up, and uh, this was one that the Miami Heat can look back on. I think the other two losses are, uh, you know, you, you those were those were earned losses. You know, you worked hard, but you know, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, uh, you know, they they had superstar performances, but this one they just lost. They lost to their to themselves. Yeah, they yeah. they sh- they were they actually played really well on Murray and Jokic, but it was Aaron Gordon and Bruce Brown that uh, you know stepped up and and carried the load for for the Nuggets uh, offensively. You know, uh, uh, an impressive scoring here for for Aaron Gordon, twenty seven for him uh, and twenty one for Bruce Brown off the bench. I mean, these guys really made a, a defining winning impact for this team. And on the other side, still, the Miami Heat, no firepower whatsoever. I mean, all these guys who helped carry them. I mean, Gabe Vincent, uh, one for six shooting, two points and one assist. Uh, Caleb Martin, one of his better games of the finals, 11 and five, but still five for 12 shooting. Uh, Kyle Lowry, three for seven shooting. Duncan Robinson was actually good. 
But on the defensive end, every single time you look up, uh, you know, Bruce Brown's driving right past him. Anybody yeah. was just picking on him. Uh, this this just looks like, a, you know, not to mention, you know, Max Struess over four shooting as well. This just doesn't look like a team that can compete with the Denver Nuggets. I think this is uh, a complete mismatch right now. And, you know, as great as Spo and Jay Butts has been throughout the playoffs, <laughs> I don't think they're going to have an answer for the Nuggets uh, when they go back into Denver. Yeah, I, I I I doubt it. I mean, you got to go back and and you're also readjusting to altitude again. Uh, I know yeah. Denver is too, but I feel like you know you're 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 more used to it when you are Denver. You have to, you have to do. Oh that yeah, they're, they're they're climatized. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's there's that, and and I yeah, it's just it's it's the way a lot of people thought this series would go. I think like the 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 Heat obviously got that game too. Um, but you know, in in all the Denver wins, it's just looked like there's just too much for for the Heat to deal with. They're just too they're too shallow. Uh, and and when you look at the guys that they they have out there, like like Butler and Bam are two world class players. But like, mm-hmm. and I I I know it's like I, I don't want to come across as dismissive or anything because they beat the best team, two best teams with the two best records in the league uh, in the Eastern Conference, uh, going through Milwaukee and Boston. They beat a tough New York team. But, like, mm-hmm. eventually you look at these guys and you're like, you know, Struess, Vincent, Love, who was fucking let go. Let, the Cavs let him walk away. Uh, you know, Caleb Martin, who has been incredible, but now has come back down to earth and playing more like sort of, you know, how people anticipate he would be playing. You know, chipping in 11 points and five rebounds. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's a more normal Caleb Martin game than when he turned into Steph in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Got Kyle Lowry, who God bless him, has watched up, and and like you said, uh, Duncan Robinson, who's been much better. But you can kind of pick on him on defense a lot of the time. Like this is just not. It, we 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 all need to look. It's like I said about the Lakers. We all need to look at our, you know ourselves in the mirror and say, this has been fun, but this Heat team is not a championship level team. Like no. it just it would no. it would feel. Uh, that's what I've been kind of saying all along. It would feel kind of wrong if they were to win. Because they're an eight seed, and and their roster, when you look at it, it kind of looks like an eight seed. Now, if you have Tyler Hero yep, and you have yep. a good Victor Oladipo in there playing, things are a little bit different. This roster looks a little bit better. They have more weapons, and I think they'd be closer in this series. And they have all the fucking grit and determination of any team in the league. They're probably the best coach team in the league. Um, but that can only get you so far when you're going up against just yeah. a so much more talented team um, in in the Nuggets. And and yeah, you've got to be. It's almost like the worst case scenario if you're the Heat, because yeah, like you said, you get beat, but you get beat by the role players, and then you're going back to Denver, where I'm sure Jokic and Murray are both really motivated to each have better games, oh, like yeah. closer that closer to what they did in Game Three. Like only 15 points from Jamal Murray, only 23 from Jokic. Like they can do so much better than that. Um, and like, and it's not that those guys had bad games. I thought Jamal Murray, 12 assists, zero turnovers, was it was an incredible game by him. The amount mm-hmm. that he was getting, like we were watching it, the amount he was getting fucking blitzed and 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 pushed up to fucking almost uh, back over half court uh, when he had the ball in his hands, but he would always make the right play, always get it out. It's the abuse, man, makes you stronger. Yeah, another thing we're talking about, it's those uh, cups of tea on his quads, man, um, mm-hmm. and you know doing it all with that crazy floor burn, um, and and yeah, I mean, and, and and like I said in game three or leading into game three, the Nuggets are gonna have to find a way to get more threes. And finally, they shoot more threes in this one than the than the Heat. They shoot twenty eight threes to the Heat's twenty five, and shoot fucking fifty percent on them. Um, you know, yep. and, and guys like you know we, were, 
we, we can talk about MPJ, but it doesn't really matter. He, he again, was kind of a no-show. but Another shit one, yeah. But uh, uh, someone like KCP, it doesn't jump out at you, but he, he actually got two threes to go in, which is big. Like, he, yep, he, he actually... Yep. Played his role, you know, and and Aaron Gordon, uh, the game of his he life. Yeah, that big steal. Yeah, big steal down the stretch as well on Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, when it kind of rolled out there, like, it, mm-hmm. and 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 Gordon shooting three for four from three was huge, and and yeah. so and 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 Bruce Brown obviously, uh, you know, game of his life coming off the bench, uh, three for five. Plus, for like I I said to you, when we were watching. I mean, Aaron Gordon. I mean so easy to play with that guy when you're playing against a Miami Heat team that has no size, yeah. absolutely no size outside of Bam and, uh, Ty, you know, Tyler, Tyler Zeller. Uh, I wonder what Tyler Zeller's up to. <laughs> yeah, where is he? Cody at? Zeller. Uh, but, uh, like, you just lob it up to him, and it was two points every single time. Yeah, they uh, doing that know, all series. Nobody was able to stop him. Yeah, and that's the thing about, like, I just ran through the Heat roster. Like, that's that's the thing. Other than your top two guys, they're amazing defenders. Then it's kind of like, you know, you're – you're really sort of reaching here. Like there's, there's, there's not a lot of size and, 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 and all that much skill. And, and they've known to, yeah, anytime Jimmy and Bam are out of the paint and Aaron Gordon's in there, they just throw it in. I don't think Jokic even looks yeah. at what's going on. He just throws it in. Cause he knows Gordon can get up there. Uh, the, that one fucking play, like it, I think it was in the fourth where he just kind of went up, grabbed it and just put it over yeah. the back of his head. Like he's been doing that um you know all series and all year um and and yeah he he had an incredible game like this this was the Aaron Gordon game for sure um and and well I mean seven boards to go along with six assists too I mean that's not really uh you know the 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 rebounds are are characteristic the uh, the passing numbers are uh that's amazing I know he had a couple nice bounce passes one to uh, cutting Jamal Murray was uh was a really really nice uh but like this is a this is a like when you watch this team playing you can tell like when you get into the playoffs, like you're like, okay, this team's got that championship vibe. They got that energy. This is a championship caliber team, and yeah, this that's what this this team is. And you know, one, we're talking about the role players stepping up here, Jordan. And you had mentioned, you know, Jamal Murray. Uh, you know, 42 minutes playing with the the, the, the really weird burnt burnt up floor burn yeah. hand. Uh, I mean, I, I would probably be out for two weeks. Oh, I, yeah. I, I would just Maybe hate that. Feel really uh, feel gross and sticky during the, the it's the summer too. You go down to Miami, <laughs> you want to go in the the ocean. You can't even do it. Your hand would be on fire. So, uh, he's really playing through water, some shit though, right now. Uh, well, well, it burned though, would it not? Yeah, no, it'd but it would burn, but it would, it would help. help. It, would, it, would... it would burn, but it heals. I get it. Yeah, it's a it's a double entendre maybe. <laughs> hmm. uh, but uh, Jamal Murray, uh, you know, we we were talking about while it was happening. I mean, with no Nikola Jokic getting into foul trouble late in the game, you know, five fouls, probably not deserved five fouls. Bam and Abayo really baiting him uh, in this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Jamal Murray, uh, I mean, just leads the team. Uh, you know, there was pretty much no like let up, re- regardless of who was on the court. I mean, that and that's kind of something I was kind of saying before, like uh, you know, Jamal Murray kind of emerging as like a star before our eyes in this finals. I mean, if you want to see a guy like, like, and again, obviously this is the Heat. Like, this is probably the the best team you could be doing this against, you know, because they're, that's just called spade to spade. They're not a great offensive ball club. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, to be able to shut them down defensively and then turn around and then you're leading the charge, facilitating, taking the shots. I mean, this was, you know, the uh, like almost a coming out party for him. And it was only, a, like, he didn't even have that great of a game. Like, yeah. uh, honestly, like he was an amazing facilitator, but shooting the rock, I mean, uh, you know, five for 17 shooting, yeah. that's not going to get it done most nights from your, uh, your second leading score. Uh, so, Jamal Murray, I mean, this is a like I, I really hope you don't make me eat your eat my words next season because I I've got big big expectations for you down the line in your career, man. Because this is a this, like this is stuff that you want to see from anybody, especially when they're a young guy who's uh, battled back through a lot of injuries and stuff like this, yeah. uh, and, and now is finally looking at maybe he's going to live up to this potential. 
Yeah, and most importantly, he better get on that Canadian national team with SGA and all yep. the other mm-hmm. fucking guys in the league who, for whatever who reason, do not play. Got to medal. They have to medal. They have to. Well, they just got. I don't even care if they're bad. I just want to see them on the court. Like I want to see them play no, together. I've seen as them be bad plenty. Well, I know, but you know, there's always one guy who just inexplicably doesn't play or something. I just want. I need my yeah. guy Wiggins. Uh, all these guys out there at once because. Yep. Uh, we're coming for you, USA. Um, but yeah. Cam Loops Kelly. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the the thing too, like I like the five for seventeen. Like we watched him take some tough shots that he didn't really make. But that's that's the thing too. Mm-hmm. It always comes down to him at the end of the shot clock. Like like that that shooting percentage, you know, is a product of him having to take those really tough shots that no one else would have made either. Like right, you know, when the Nuggets get in trouble. So like I, I think he had even a better game than his shooting numbers would suggest, but like 15 points, you know, he, he can double that easy uh, as we've yeah, seen yeah. in these playoffs. Um, but yeah, just as a facilitator, as like a steady hand, um, like it was, it was tight there. Like Jokic is out with foul trouble. The heat are coming back early in that fourth quarter. They're doing their heat thing where they're just going crazy, you know, bam, getting out of transition, getting dunks, the crowd's getting back into it and they cut it to yeah. within 10. It was like eight or it might've even been six at one point. Um, and, and, uh, uh, Michael Malone just left Jokic on the bench longer than you know I thought maybe he would have, and Jamal didn't Murray, put him into like what four minutes left. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. When when the Nuggets had already shown that they could hold it, like that group already out there, like they 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 they, they didn't bring him in like out of absolute necessity. Like like these guys, uh, you know, Murray yeah. and Gordon uh, were still like they were, they were still defending well as a unit on the other side. The and he couldn't still crack. Getting, they couldn't. They, they couldn't get within single digits. No, no, no. I mean, they, they did a little bit, but then the Nuggets would push it right back at them. Um, and and yeah, it was it, the facilitating from Murray has just been incredible. Like the 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 that's the that's the part of his game that I think is going to make him really special. Like even uh, I, I I sort of talked about him in comparison to you know like uh, Devin Booker and, and and guys like Donovan Mitchell and these up and coming scoring guards in the league. If he can consistently like have games where like he's at 10 plus assists in every single one of these finals games like that that's insane yeah. like th- they, they showed the stat yeah. last night first player ever to do that in his first four finals games um i think that was was the stat but something like yeah, that. yeah i believe so yeah um like that that is that is crazy to be able to score the ball, ball like we know he can and facilitate like this and he's your second option like th- this nuggets team like no disrespect to the Heat. Like, the Heat have been so good. This Nuggets team is just too good. Mm-hmm. Like, they swept mm-hmm. the goddamn yeah. Lakers. Uh, you know, they, they, they haven't really been challenged all that much. Even the Phoenix series, you know, they, they won two games when, when uh, Booker and Durant went off like fucking gods. Like, that that, that was... Yeah, the, the game three and four. Just unbelievable. So, like, th- this team's been pretty much untouchable through the playoffs. So, you know, this and isn't an indictment And, of course, Rudy Gobert, uh, they took a game off him in game <laughs> in the first round. Rudy's be- he, he deserved all those picks, man, I'm telling you. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've been better on- than LeBron. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I didn't have the conversation. We have to have the conversation. Yes. Who's yeah. a better leader? <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, like, and that's the thing. I can't even say too much bad stuff about the Heat. I mean, yeah, they didn't crack 100 yeah. points, but, you know, which is their, their offense really kind of let them down in this one. Like, you can't have... You can't have two points combined between Struess and Vincent, who you've come to rely on as really good guys. Like I thought, they got mm-hmm. good production from their bench. Like the three guys that they play um, off their bench, other than Zeller, who only got four minutes. Uh, they they were all scored in double digits. Your bench came to play, yeah. especially yeah. early on in this game. Um, but yeah, Struess and Vincent, they're, they're just no shows. Um, and 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 that though is a product of Denver. I mean, we've seen it from the first two games now, and the last two. 
Denver is running these Heat players off the line. They're saying you are not hitting yeah, a three. Yeah. You can try and dribble around me, mm-hmm. Max Struess. Um, but the, these guys, I don't know. At the end of the day, they're sh- they're they're shooters first. They don't really have yeah. uh, the ability to go to the rim and make a play. Uh, so that's been a really smart adjustment. And uh, I, th- I think I think this one's probably over uh, uh, on Monday yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, another guy to to highlight here on the the side of the Miami Heat because uh, again, all these guys have played above their pay grade throughout this playoff run, yeah. uh, and but like like so again, I can't we can't emphasize enough that we're not shitting on the Heat and saying that they're a bad team. No. This is just the this is what they were. They just happen to be playing like every single player played the best possible version yeah. of themselves yeah, yeah. during the first three rounds of the playoffs, and it's almost impossible to do that through uh, you know four rounds. Yeah. You're eventually going to have one bad game, one bad round. These guys didn't have any of those. Now it's all catching up to them. Yeah. Uh, but Bam Adebayo, another guy, you know, had he's had a great playoff run. Uh, you know, guy we were uh, you know talking about heavily yesterday. Uh, seven turnovers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Seven turnovers from your center. That like pretty much that's a recipe for disaster here. Uh, you know, without those uh, seven turnovers, uh, the the turnover battle would actually be almost exactly even. Uh, he was accounted for half of the turnovers yeah, yeah. for the the Miami Heat. Uh, I mean, this is for a guy who's again going to have the ball a lot he's trying to you know command the offense even at times when you know jimmy's kind of trying to be more passive uh it just doesn't it doesn't work and i i think you know uh most teams would you know be like okay well let's find a way to get someone else involved but you don't have anyone else you can yeah. do like yeah. you, there's no one else you can utilize there so i i really think at this point the the heat the grasping at straws and you know uh, Monday night will will be more of a formality than uh, than a matchup uh, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, it, yeah, Bam. Like, I, I love what Bam brings to the table. I really do. Like, I there's not many centers after Jokic that I would pick before I'd want Bam. Uh, he, he might be the pick right after him. I, I don't know. I'd have to you know go through my list. I'm pretty uh, over Joel. Uh, I mean, look at the playoffs this year. I mean, probably not. But <laughs> but you know he. Bam's just been really impressive what he's been able to do. But you mm-hmm. looked at last night. He does not. He is not even gonna look at the basket even when he's at the free throw line for a mid range shot. Yeah, yeah. Jokic hangs off him twenty feet, and all the passing lanes are totally taken away. Like he tried. To, Bam tried to thread so many little passes to cutters. Jokic would stick his arm out, stick his leg out. Jokic had like twenty kick balls because he just stopped every yeah, little yeah. pass that. Uh, Bam was trying to make because he doesn't have to press up on him because he's never going to shoot that ball. And the thing is, I've yeah. seen Bam hit mid-range shots so many times. He's not really as comfortable though when he kind of has to dribble into it. But like, if I was him, you know, uh, going into the offseason season, I would fucking shoot a million of those fucking yeah. dribble in a couple feet from the three-point line, just shoot it. I and the thing is, I know he can make it. Like I've seen him make it a whole bunch of times. He's actually got a nice mid-range game. He's just not confident in taking it, um, but he, he's got to do that to force that other center to play up on him more so that he can make those passes because when Jokic can hang off that much, it's just so much harder for him to facilitate, and that's where a lot of those turnovers came from. And like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, and shoot the goddamn three. Learn to shoot the three, man, bam. or shoot a three. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I just fuck sakes, man. You're only six nine. I know. It, I mean, that and that's the difference. You've got two very similar centers out there, and that's what I was saying to you last night. It's insane that Jokic can do all this shit and yeah. be out there at the top of the key and be that release valve when they run that little two man action. Murray goes to the rim. Two guys go with him. You kick it out to Jokic at the very top of the, you know, the arc. And he's just splashing mm-hmm. these things. Like, last night, he was, uh, oh, he was only three for seven last night. But overall, he's shooting it, 
uh, like at an you insane can, percentage. Oh, you'll take three threes. Like three, you'll percentage, take three, three, he, three for seven is He not took bad. a couple heat check ones. Yeah, he did. He took a couple of those where Bam was draped right all over face. him. He was just doing it for sh- for shits and gigs. But I swear, every time they leave him open, which the Bam, which the the Heat and Bam and the Heat did a lot of times, he just nails those straightaway threes. It's just, it, it's mm-hmm, an insane mm-hmm. amount of skill for one guy to have, and and there's not really. That's kind of the best. That's the thing too. If you're Eric Spoelstra, that's a lot of the times your best option, leaving him open out there for three because you don't want. You don't want to, you know, just single coverage on Murray going to the rim. He's going to get right there. You you, you want to, you know, shut down that two-man game. And that's kind of the best, uh, you know, outcome for you. But Jokic still makes yeah. you pay. It's uh, it's just, what, what do you do? Like, th- this is just an, an insanely talented offensive team. Um, but, Matt, I, 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 I wanted to make sure to get this in. I'm going to do it now. All these people mm. talking about the Nuggets being one of the best teams uh, in the last five years or whatever. All this hyperbole right, and talk. Go. The Raptors would wipe the floor. The 2019 Raptors would wipe the floor with this Denver team. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. Marc Gasol, it's not like... Hey, 2010 Jokic Lakers would, would even be a good run, too. Well, yeah. 2020 Lakers? Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they beat them in the bubble. Yeah, yeah. But 10, 2010, 2010 Lakers, Lakers would also, also beat them. But Pau Gasol <laughs> would, uh, would go crazy with it. I but, think Kobe Bryant would be okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. against KCP, uh, you know, t- tough matchup. But, um, no, but... <laughs> All, all these people talking about, you know, uh, comparing the, the, the this Nuggets team to the Warriors or whatever. Look, I love the Nuggets as much as the next guy, but I need people to start respecting the Raptors a little bit more. Jamal Murray mm-hmm. would be in the torture chamber trying to score against anyone. There is no Duncan Robinson that the Raptors rolled out. They were all amazing mm-hmm. defenders. It would have been difficult as hell, and you would have no one. I'm sorry, Aaron Gordon's not touching Kawhi. Uh, prime Kyle Lowry doing his thing. No way, man. No way. I need more respect yeah, on the Raptors' yeah. 2019 chip. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll always fight for mm-hmm. it, but... Uh, that said, the Nuggets—they're uh, pretty damn good. Maybe in the off season we'll uh, we'll get back on that YouTube grind. We'll rewatch every single uh, game from the 2019 Absolutely. Raptors championship. Two K simulator. Uh, yeah. Mm, yeah, sure, that'd be good. Uh, everybody loves Two K, the most accurate uh, simulation out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, or the Corgi? Can we get to the move Corgi on? doing some some? No, uh, that uh, Corgi doesn't know historical shit. Historical matchups. Oh, I don't know, man. Corgi's wor- Corgi doesn't know shit, man. I, me, <laughs> me and that Corgi should go toe to toe. I'd love to have. I want to have like my own Find undisputed. It. Me versus the Corgi. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Great TV, Matt. Great Debate. TV. You don't That's- understand, Flop. <laughs> he makes more coherent arguments than you, for sure. For sure. Mm, mm, I've heard the guy. You don't talk. know what to he. I've heard the Corgi. Talk. Okay, sorry. I've heard. Oh, you, you have it. Have you? Talk. I remember there was a guy Very in New York uh, that, that said his dog talked to him too, and I don't remember how that one worked <laughs> yeah, out. Well. Uh, but uh, son, of, son of uh, son of someone. Uh, but moving on to the son of the sons, uh, James Harden. What? Uh, Who's that? Potentially a name to uh, to look out for uh, on the, the that's the rumor on the street right now. Uh, to, a name to look out for to join the Phoenix Suns in free agency. Obviously, this coming in the the wake of a, a Chris Paul wave. Uh, very uh, very interesting to think about because mm-hmm. you know they've we've already seen a team. Like this exact Phoenix Suns team, try this with just a bunch of starters that are really good, and obviously James Harden is an upgrade over Chris Paul at this point in their careers. Yeah. Um, but what does that fix at all? You know what I mean? Because when you look at this team, uh, yes. how it's constructed, finances, roster, everything. Because we the problem, the reason they couldn't beat the Nuggets, the reason why none of us picked him uh, them to get to the finals or uh, win the finals uh, at all uh, was the fact that. They don't have a bench. They don't have any role players. They don't have any young development guys. They have nothing but that big four. Yep. And let's just say you plug in uh, Harden instead of Chris Paul here. All those issues are the exact same. And I thought about it even more, Jordan. I was looking at it. 
How the hell would this work over an 82-game season? Like, it was fine. It worked because Kevin Durant just got to join there. He played five games, got hurt, came in, and was just in the playoffs. Yeah. This shit would not work over 82 games. They would actually probably have a pretty rough seed. Like, Kevin Durant, I think at this point in his career, he's got to know he can't play 82 games. Like, he should be playing, yes. like, like the whatever the minimum for awards is, 62 65. games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it 65 yeah. now? Yeah. Uh, like, like try and play that, Kevin. James, I guess, if you, uh, you're you trying to get your accolades and whatnot. But... This is not like like it won't work in the long term is what I'm trying to say yeah. here and I just I, I I I really don't want to see this be done like it would be a crazy crazy team to look back on this would be like the the 2004 Lakers with Carl Malone Gary Payton Co- yeah. uh, Kobe and Shaq like that that uh, we're at that level at this point but I I don't think it'll work that's that's my like I, I I don't know what you think Jordan but James Harden just just go to Houston man live it up go give back to the clubs and uh, back to the know, community. Just, just go back go back to your natural habitat yeah 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 I mean if that's all if that's the only move like that would be kind of ridiculous like I would be I, I would be weirdly I'd be more okay with it if you kept Chris Paul and then brought in James Harden like if you had somehow had both that of those guys like it would it, it would be that would be better, but like it's all about just the depth. Like I, I think you'd be better off getting three fucking, uh, you know, or, or like a you know a mid level guy and two minimums rather mm-hmm, than Harden. Mm-hmm. Like that, you don't need more star power or scoring. Like and also, I just don't like a Harden and Booker backcourt. That that I find that kind of strange. I mean, I then you're you're giving the ball to Harden constantly. I think then in that scenario because you want you you'd much rather have Booker as the off ball shooter. Harden yeah, yeah. kind of embrace that a little bit more but that's still not really his game um but like I, well, ideally he's a facilitator no no but i mean as an as an off-ball player he's 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 tried to embrace sure, it, yeah yeah but he's still not he's yeah he's much better as a facilitator but devin booker's made strides as a facilitator so you want the ball at that, his true. hands too so uh, it, they're they're two kind of guys that you want similar things to uh, it wouldn't be terrible but i i don't love it and 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 you know you you you'd pick on Harden on defense uh, a lot and, and you'd, you'd be relying uh, way more on Devin Booker to, to shut guys down when, when you don't want to, I'd much rather have a better defender next to, to, to Devin Booker. So he didn't have to worry about that as much, even though, like I've said a bunch of times, he's become a really good defender himself. I don't mm-hmm. love it. Like I, I, I don't think it would work. And yeah, the, the, the depth piece, like James Harden's not going to take that much of a pay cut. Like you, you're, you're still going to be screwed in terms of filling out the rest of the roster. So I, I'd be shocked if this happens, to be honest. Um, but like, I, I yeah. get that, I get that KD and, and Harden always wanted to play together again. And then it went South in Brooklyn pretty quickly. Maybe they want to mm-hmm. try it out again without, uh, Mr. Irving. Uh, I, I guess I understand that, but probably would have worked better without him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it was working better without him. Uh, yes. Pr- by at Vaccine Gate, the original. Uh, you know what? What a crazy, uh, crazy turn of events <laughs> that whole that was, uh, saga turned was into. Was that this year? No, that was last year. That was last. Year. No, that was last year. They yeah, all, uh, but still, um, still the uh, vaccines and the and Holocaust denial all within a two year span. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm excited to see what's next for Mr. Irving. I know. Uh, I know. But uh, uh, one thing with the situation, though, I mean, realistically, I mean, James Harden is a, like an aging, getting there, like like kind of twilight of his career. If he really wants to just win now, make sure he gets one. He could sign a one-year deal for fucking cheap. Yep. Team friendly, five million dollars, seven million dollars. Maybe throw some uh, player incentives in there for him, something like that. Make his money, uh, you know, outside of you know, guaranteed. So that way you have the the cap space to just 
throw money at a bunch of role players. Like, there's going to be guys on the market. There's going to be guys you can trade for. There's going to be a lot of people. Uh, you know, this draft class is pretty stacked. There's going to be people looking to move around, try to acquire picks. The Suns could easily, easily, easily make some moves here and actually put together a championship contender. Like, if you can have those four, that big four of DeAndre Aiden, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, James Harden, that's still, yeah, that's a and, really you good can fill out, and you can fill out that bench, I mean, then, then we're looking at the championship favorites. But the thing is, like, we've talked about it last night. Does James Harden actually care enough about winning to do that? Because I'm pretty sure he's all about that fucking money. And yeah, I don't think he I mean, really, yeah. like, he, he's going wherever is going to, you know, give him the, the Brinks truck. And that just seems like that's what Houston wants, the, and that's what's going to happen. So I'm I'm interested to see. But, I mean, if James Harden is serious about, and committed to trying to win a chip before his career is all said and done, he could do it if he's willing to sacrifice. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I think that, yeah. Like, I don't see him coming for, you know, the vet minimum. Uh, I, I forget what his contract situation no, right. is right now. Like, he's, he's does he have a player option? Is he going to opt out? I think that's what people are I think, talking yeah, about, I think, yeah, I believe that's what it is, so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think if James Harden ends up going to Phoenix, it would have to, that would have to mean that they trade DeAndre Ayton. Like, that's the only way I could see it happen. Because mm-hmm. then that's a way to spread, spread salary out amongst, you know, because because that's just so many guys to pay. That's that's that like to to pay four guys at near max level. Like they're gonna be over whatever the fuck these new aprons are. For, like for sure. And 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 so that yeah. I, I don't see how they can yeah bring in a guy like Harden because yeah I don't think he's gonna take that much uh, of a pay cut to, to to make that work. So I think it's either and I think that's the the decision that the Suns are gonna have to make just in general. If you want another good big time player, you're gonna have to trade Aiton. And honestly, at mm-hmm. this point, I think you should trade Aiden because I, I just haven't sh- seen enough from him unless he really turns it around and he just really didn't like Monty Williams. Like, I think it's much better to have a guy in that center spot that's just cheap, like a guy who can just go on there, set screens, get some rebounds. doesn't have to be all that big or, or, or all that, you know, good offensively because you have so much offense around him. You need other guys, uh, you know, who, who you can plug in like wing guys and, and, and fours and other players sure. to, to fill out the bench, fill out the roster. So I, that's the direction I would go, and I think they're willing to do that. I think they've it's been you know reported a bunch of times they're they're going to explore that because he had his his whole you know year long after he signed the the extension or whatever there was the year where he could veto any trade. Now he's now he's finally uh, you know going to be tradable at some point here. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. But just generally, I, I the the all the hardened smoke like. I'd be shocked if he wound up in Phoenix, uh, to be honest. Um, I, I just think it'd be too hard to make the money work. And, and it, it'd be, yeah, it'd be too tempting for Houston's waiting in the wings, ready to give him whatever he wants. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but I still, I, I, I want, I, I want the, the Suns to do something though. Like I want them to, they, I, I think realistically in the West, they're the closest having Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Um, they're the closest to challenging, you know, the nuggets in the next few years. I want them to, do this right fill out their team right like that doing something mm-hmm. fixing this chris paul situation is the first thing but like i saw a, a mock trade um and again i don't know how the salaries would work but you know uh, chris paul for for marcus smart something like that you'd have to maybe i throw saw in that a, i think that was uh i mean colin coward yeah, or something like been, that yeah. bill simmons maybe yeah and i you know I think Nick there's, Wright, one of those fucking yeah, guys. Yeah, one, one of the morning show guys. There's got to be some, more stuff in there, I think. Like, I, I don't know. But, like, something like that, um, I, I, you know, in a player like Marcus Smart next to Devin Booker, that's who I'd be looking for. Like, mm-hmm. a guy who can shoot it a little bit off ball, who can really defend it and do the sort of dirty work. 
be your point guard if you need it, but, you know, was willing also to relinquish to, to Devin Booker, who's sort of growing in that role. Um, but, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I just hope they, they go about this the right way and, and, and get some mm-hmm. better players around book and KD. Cause that's a crazy duo. Um, and the, you know, they, they, they deserve a better shot than what they were dealing with last year, you know, Craig and yeah, yeah. Ross and whoever, you know, basically them and, and no one else. So we'll, we'll, we'll see well, what they do. I'm going to, I'm going to throw throw something out here. I don't have an exact trade made up, but uh, you know, I was just thinking about it. Uh, there happens to be a team picking in the top three of what? the NBA draft this year that is looking for uh, you know a potential big-time player, all-star caliber player, to add next to Damian Lillard mm-hmm. to contend. What if DeAndre Ayton gets traded along with pretty much every other last future asset that the Phoenix Suns hold on to, you know, uh, two first round picks or, uh, you know, a bunch of five second round picks. I don't know, whatever. You can get Terrence Ross, whoever, whoever, whoever they can trade. Yep. And they get the number three overall pick. And then they clear all this cap. They can sign Harden. And then they draft like Brandon Miller. This, that'd be like, fun. I, 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 Why not? I don't think that the, if the Trailblazers are smart, they would be like, there's no way we were going to make this monster. Yeah created but i mean like if the like the trailblazers are as stupid as i think they are uh i mean i could see them do this i mean i i've known deandre ayton has kind of been on their their radar before you know trying to get a big man try and get off that uh nurkic contract because he pretty much he's 16 million dollars still owed uh and he can't stay healthy to save his life so i mean maybe they ship him out there to uh to phoenix i i, I don't know again yeah. that would be a very very beneficial look there for for phoenix but there are ways that they could make this work, and uh, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how this all goes down, and uh, the draft is going to be the first leg of this journey, but uh, yeah. we're, yeah. we're going to keep a close eye on uh, on the beard and, and what he can do, but I mean, uh, we're, we're going to have to work the trade machine, I think, this Oh, I'm so here. ready. We're going to have as our hands the finals on are done, I'm going mm-hmm. crazy with it. Yeah, well, uh, everybody, thanks for joining us on Big Dog Ball Talk once again. Matt Eichhorn and Jordan Flegel. We will be back on Tuesday, Tuesday. Choo, choo, choo. Uh, Choo, choo, choo. Uh, to recap, game five, possibly the final game of the NBA season, 2023. I hope it's not, Jordan. Uh, I really do. Uh, just for the sake of, you know, boy, once the basketball season's done, I don't know what we're yeah, supposed what to do. Yeah, what the fuck do go I do? Our, yeah. Go back, go back to our chrysalids yeah. for uh, another season until we come back uh, for, for next year. Um, but this has been Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Eckhorn, Jordan Flegel. Get at us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Twitter, Instagram, uh-huh. TikTok, whatever you uh, you use most frequently, we're on it at Big Dog Ball Talk. We have and an also, email. We have an email, out. don't we? Big Dog Ball yeah, there Talk is an at email. gmail.com. Send us your questions. You got it. Yeah, you guys got you guys got any cool email uh, queries? Feel free to send Do them. It. We need the the su- subject line, uh, dearest biggest dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, well, well, one last quick shout out. Uh, our producer Alex, oh, yeah. uh, who uh, who will not be producing this one. It's a Saturday. He can have the fucking day. No, off. come on, uh, make him but, do it. Uh, he. He and his band, excuse me, have released another new song. Uh, maybe we'll mention it again on Monday when uh, or Tuesday, rather, uh, if he's back in the stew. Uh-huh. But uh, you know, you go check it out. Stream cops today. Excuse me, the band. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, and everything. Period YouTube. After. Yeah, go mm-hmm, with it. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. Banger as usual, and uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. Big dog ball talk. That's my good friend. Just be careful who your friends are, Matt, because I'm going to revisit this. You lied to me, Matt. You lied. You told me the wrong number on purpose. And I knew you were. I, I would have told you, friend. like, the penthouse. <laughs> oh, yeah.
Well, you you had to make it you know believable to for me to fall for mm-hmm. it, and you know you know I'm a gullible person, and I knew you were a fake friend this whole mm-hmm. time, but you just proved it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So so this is gonna be my last episode. Big dog out. Nice. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs>